Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome to the Financial Podcast, Future Rich. I am Barbara Ginty, your host, and I am also a CFP, which stands for a Certified Financial Planner. And I am here with my guest today. Hi. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Where do you live? How old you are? Single, married, all that stuff. Okay. So I live on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. I am 38 this year, uh, this summer, and I work for a creative agency, small creative agency that does pretty much anything that's needed for retail. So at that job, I make 95000 Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. When's your birthday? You said it's in the summer? Yeah, July 15th. Oh, nice. I'm just like right after you. Yeah, cancer. Oh, I'm a Leo. We're close, we're close. <laughs> um, and then, so are you single, married? Single, yes, single. Okay. And then, so give us a little update on your budget and what's going on with that, like savings, debt, budgeting. So are you rent and all that jazz? Yeah, I have kind of, I I feel like a unique situation, but maybe, maybe it's not so unique. I feel like okay. um, a lot of people my age got a lot of help from their parents, right? So um, I was lucky enough to have the same for my mom. So I have no college debt or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah, very, very lucky. Um, so I just have 
uh, my rent here uh, in New York, and the rent is twenty three sixty seven, which is quite a bit. But I I live by myself, and I value that, so it's important. Um, I have approximately oh just over eleven thousand dollars in debt, and unfortunately, that's old credit card stuff. Ooh, okay. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. And, um, but with that, I feel like I should be doing much better with my savings. It's just, um, it's kind of a blessing and a curse getting financial help from your parents so young. Cause you, you're not forced to learn lessons in the way I feel like you should. So, um, yeah, you, had a, you had a bit of a safety net. Yeah, totally. And I think now it's maybe in the last probably two years, I've really, gotten aggressive trying to figure figure out finances really because it's not something that I was ever really taught mm-hmm. and um, it's I'm actually terrible with numbers in general and so it's also something that's a bit daunting to me so but I have every situation to be set up for success so I have additional income coming in from a property in Atlanta that's completely paid off so oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so really my my rent here pretty much zeroes out almost, right? So the rent that I get from the property in Atlanta is 2150. And um wow. so that's like, you know, free free money in essence, really. Um so I feel like I should be doing a lot better than I am with my savings. Well, yeah, well we'll talk about it. So, how did you so the rental property in Atlanta, did you buy that or was that an inheritance or an inheritance in a way, right? My mother bought it for me. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. So that wow, that was a really great kind. Very kind. Very, very kind. Yeah. Um, do you ever plan to go and live back down in Atlanta? Are you from Atlanta? No, I'm from the south originally, so that the kind of that whole area in the southeast is is home in essence. I, I, I toil with this quite a bit if I should go back down there. The challenge is in my industry, it would be very difficult to get a job and okay. certainly one that would pay the same or close to. Mm-hmm. And also just like a personal happiness factor, right? So I'm more of like a, a city, a city girl at heart. So I don't know, but I really love that property and it's, it's in an old cotton mill factory. So that's super beautiful, but it's just, you know, it's not New York. No, I get that. (laughs) New York is one of a kind. Yeah. Okay. So that's fantastic. So you have basically your rent covered with your rental income. Pretty much. Yeah. Almost like about $600 difference after the HOA fees and management and things like that. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. So that's a big cost off your plate. Huge. Yeah. Massive. Um, okay. That's fantastic. So you have the rental income plus your salary. Yeah. Um, okay. And then what are your other big expenses? Uh, just paying off this debt, right? So I would pay every month I probably, so cumulative, that was a cumulative total between two, two different cards. Yeah. So uh, altogether, I think I spend probably about 600, you know, I try to, uh, and I just actually got, um, a loan from upstart. So to reduce, right. you know, to reduce the percentage and um, interest. So I'll be paying three eighty five a month to get my largest bill down. But total, it's like you know, just over eleven thousand. So I feel like I've been doing a good job chipping away. 
at it, but um, yeah, it's still a lot of money, right? Yeah. So I have, okay. So I have a few more questions. Yeah. So what are you bringing in um, net after, are you putting in money into a 401k at work? Yeah, I am. So um, I don't know. Do you want all the savings as well? Yeah. Okay. It's not a lot. It's embarrassing actually. I'm kind of sad. We're going to work on it. We're going to work on it. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. So I have um, maybe like close to 5,800 in a 401k that has been, I've been contributing to for uh, just over a year. Okay. And then I have like 3,200 in Acorn. I'm sure you're familiar with that app, right? Yep. I know that one. I love that. And then um, just over 1,500 in Digit. So, oh, I have that. I have that one. <laughs> See, I'm trying to do the right things. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. And then, do you have an emergency fund as well? Do you have like something tied to your checking account? I do. Unfortunately, I just had to deplete most of it to pay my property taxes in Atlanta. So, the property, oh, no. yeah, it's a huge hit every year. I mean, I'm lucky to have the property. And Quite honestly, if I asked my mom to pay the taxes, she would. But that feels like an even larger failure to me. So yeah, no, I think I think that yeah, we should budget it in because you have the income, the rental income coming in. Yep. Um, and so, what are the t- annual taxes on the property? So it's just under six thousand. It's like fifty eight. Fifty eight hundred. Okay. Yeah. And then and then the HOA fees, you pay those as well, right? I do. Yeah, I pay there. It's like three, almost 390. It's 386 every month. Okay. And then insure, you have insurance, right? My mom covers the insurance. Okay. 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 So then your umbrella policy. So I just pay for repairs and stuff like that. So, and I had quite a few repairs last year. Okay. So it looks like really to run the property for the taxes and everything else. And let's just throw in, if we threw in a few hundred bucks for repairs, it's really like 11,000 to maintain the property with yep. taxes and HOA. Yep. So, and if it's bringing in 2150, then you really have to think about a thousand of it is going to cover it and a thousand can go in your pocket. Okay. That's fair. That makes sense. Yep. Okay. And so then when we're looking at your budget, so what do you have coming in after your you know, your net paycheck after they take out 401k and taxes and all of that. Because for our listeners, you are paying federal, state, and city tax. So you pay three taxes, where some people only pay one tax. Yeah, it's, um, so I also have a pre-tax deduction for transit, which is not that much. It's 40 bucks. So that's smart. That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm trying to do the right thing. So um, I think after, and I just changed my withholdings too, because I owed taxes. Oh, you did? Yeah, which was a bummer. So How much did you go? 1600 It wasn't a lot, but it's no. enough. Yeah, it's not great. So after after I changed my withholdings and all of that, my um, take home is 2288 Bi-weekly. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So then you get paid on the 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 15th and the 30th or you get paid every two weeks uh first first and the 15th first and the 15th okay okay so if we figure that you're bringing in let's say 4400 a month we'll just do it monthly it's a little easier and then if you need so your rent's 2365 in your apartment in new york right but that's without utilities or anything all of that's included which is nice oh wow that's fantastic yes very good deal that's why i'm not moving (laughs) that's a great deal 
So let's just say then the if we think about it a different way where the rental income that you get from Atlanta really you only get a pocket a thousand because the rest of the money you need to put away for HOA taxes and maintenance. Okay. So then that way, okay, so if you have forty four hundred coming in and then we subtract, so then your rent is really thirteen we'll just round it up so we do whole numbers, but your rent is then fourteen hundred, right, out of your pocket. Okay. So then that leaves you with $3,000 for the rest of the month. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a lot. <laughs> yeah, and New York City doesn't always go very far. No, not far at all. Well, so I left out one thing, too, in terms of income. Okay. Also embarrassing. My mother wants to make sure that she gives the max to my sister and I. Okay. Pre-tax. So she gives both of us $1,500 a month. So that's 18000 also. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's really great. Okay. So then- It's not really great because it teaches you poor money management. Well, I'm about to spend all your money, so don't worry. (laughs) I'm about to put it all in retirement, so don't worry. Okay. Perfect. Okay. So I'm about, I'm just adding up all the numbers of which after you exist, how can I allocate your money differently? Okay. (laughs) I'm just rejiggering everything over here in my head. Okay. Okay, so I just added fifteen hundred back in, so now we're back to forty five hundred a month. You have that after tax, okay? Right? Yes, that sounds right. Okay, so then what else do you spend? Do you self? Do you pay cell phone bill? Cell phone bill is a hundred, or it's ninety seven. Okay, so a hundred bucks, Cable and then or internet at my house is one ten. Okay. Um, and then are we talking about my credit card bills now or not? Well, no. Then I want to see, like, do you have any other recurring, because you have renters, renters insurance? Ye- no, not here. I'm this, not in New York. Mm-mm. Oh, you should think about that. I So I had it when I lived in Jersey City. It did nothing. I got, uh, I, I got displaced for a week due to a bad storm. And- oh, due to Sandy? Yeah. And then I got nothing for that. Like, it didn't cover my hotel. Any of the food that I lost in my apartment, any nothing. I was like, but did it cover any of your property values? Did you lose any clothing or shoes or like a laptop or anything like that? No, because no damage happened. I was just displaced due to like not having any power. Right. You might not have had that covered on the policy. Mm -hmm. So when you go to look at it, you can add different riders onto it. But if you have like, it is worth it to have a renter's policy if you do what's called. I think it's usually offsite or. Um, insurance as well. So like, for instance, if you're at the gym and you have your laptop with you and someone steals it, uh-huh. then it would be covered. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But you have to make sure you get the right policy. Okay. But I do not think that standard policies cover displacement. That would be a more expensive, you know, you right. adding on to it, but okay. it, it is still worth it. I think in the city, cause like, let's say like your apartment flooded and your proper, your, your bread was ruined and your dresser was ruined, then it would um and that's that's funny it happened to a friend and they were like we should have gotten insurance oh no yeah it it, they they will cover your your personal belongings inside you just have to know what kind of policy you're getting but i would definitely recommend a renter's policy with off i think it's i'm blanking on the term um but off-site or off-premise uh and you just want to make sure and then you just ask them the scenario if i'm you know my laptop is stolen while i'm at the gym or is it going to be covered? Or, you know, if you're renting a car for the weekend and it gets stolen out of the rental car, because then that's worth it. If you're paying 20 bucks a month and it replaces your laptop. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. So look into that. That's just one little item just because 
people don't think about renters insurance and you would have homeowners if you had a home because you have it on your property. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have, um, so let's just say we take 500 off the top for like the little incidentals. Well, not little, but cell phone bill, um, cable, right? All of that. Yep. Okay. So now we're at 4,000. So then from there, we just, we have your credit card payment, right? Yep. And then the rest is food or what, what amount? Cause digit, I know for a fact, just pulls money as it sees it available. Yeah, it does that. And I think, I mean, it's, it's pretty good with, with that. So I'm, um, I try to just leave it in there as much as possible, but I've had recently some like big expenses with dental work and things like that. So I've had to pull from, from that occasionally to use it. Yep. That's why it's good to have those, like have an extra account like that. That's why it's good to have like a digit or an acorn so that you have a place to pull from when those. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I mean, I have tried to use mint to be, to be closer to the tracking of my expenses because I don't live some like wild, fancy, um, Manhattan life. You know, I don't go out very frequently. Um, so I'm curious always like what, how did this money just like evaporate? I think some of it is just the cost of breathing in New York, but I just really should be doing better and I can't figure it out. So what we're going to do, so what happens usually with most people, and this is, it sounds like what's happening to you is at the end of the month, you don't have any, anything left over, right? No. And you're like, where did it go? Yeah. I don't. Okay. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to do your planning the reverse. So rather than asking you what you have left over, I'm going to just spend your money up front. So as if it's the first of the month. Okay. So we have after you, without including food, you have $4,000 because your subway comes out pre-tax, right? Your metro transportation. Yeah. And then we have, I've already allocated the money for maintenance, taxes, and HOA um, for the property by only using a thousand of the money that comes in for that. Okay. Your budget. So the other portion should go into a separate account that's available like a house fund that's there to pay those bills, right? So that, that way- when taxes come due, you always have the money available and you run it like a business because it is a business. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I should get a separate account then. You should get a separate account for it. And then that rent should go into that account and you should be pulling only a thousand from it. Okay. That's smart. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And then that way, anytime like a repair or something comes up, it comes out of that account. Yeah, that's smart. Okay. Okay. And then the next thing we're going to do is then we're going to get your credit card paid off. Yeah. I think that you could probably not make a wild change to your lifestyle and put a thousand dollars a month at it. I, if I were you, what I would do is try and tackle it and be on like a really strict budget for, it depends on how strict you want to go, but I would try and get it done in like a shorter period of time. Cause it's, if $11,000, it would take you 11 months with a thousand dollars a month, right? Give or take. Yeah on the interest rate. Yeah. I really think that if you buckle down and did and sh- and shot for 2000 a month and maybe some months you hit it and maybe some months you don't, then you would get that done in less than 6 months. Dang, okay. But you're going to be on a budget of $2000 a month, which you haven't been. You've been living on like closer to 5. So I'm like dramatically yeah, living my best life. Over You've been there. living your best life. So I just am spending all your money over here. Yeah. So okay. what what you do then this way is when your first um, check comes in on the first and when you get, you get paid your rental income on the first. Yep. Okay. So then you basically have your rent to pay and you get your rental income. So you can cover your rent 
and then you have 3200 right right out of the gate right because you have your paycheck of 22 and then you get $1000 from your rental income and then you pay your rent and then i would write out of the gate it's cuz it's really going to be your second check so then i would try and live on that first paycheck oh because you also when does your mom give the 1500 that's what i'm missing so it comes in uh that's she just recently changed how she did it. So it used to be like the first of the month. And so it's not now. It's random dates, one in the middle of the month, and then one close to the first of the month. So it's 750 intermittently. It's odd. So that so what we're going to do is that money, your mom's money goes 100% to the credit card. Okay. And then you live off of the rental income and your paycheck. And then I would like for you to try and come up with another 500 out of your budget. So when you get your second paycheck, you're going to have extra money because your first paycheck you used to pay rent. Mm-hmm. You only have like 600 left, but then you get your second paycheck and it's 2200 and you've already paid rent. So I'd like for you to take 500 from there and put it towards the credit card. I don't know how I could live on 500 bucks for two weeks in the city. Well, you could, until you get the strategy going... You can pull a little bit more from the rental income until you start getting in this habit of spending less. But ultimately, we want to try and even out. The hard part is you're paying your rent. Well, the other thing you could do is take your mom's money and keep your mom's money and use your second paycheck. To live off of. Or no, to pay my... To pay my... To put 1500 from your second paycheck. I see. Because if we're putting 1500 towards your credit card... You have four thousand after everything. Hey, you just tipped up. You went. You t- ticked up from a thousand to fifteen hundred now. I know. I'm secretly increasing it. <laughs> I know it's happening more quickly. <laughs> yeah, because I would like for I would like for you to get it done before eleven months. Yeah, that would be ideal. I think it would be good. I mean, there's no penalty for that upstart loan that I took out early. Okay, you can pay it off early. Yep. Okay, so let's figure this out. I think if you have 4000 4000 is $1000 a week to live on, right? Yep. For food, eating out. So you can you could spend less than $1000. So if we took we'll just see how it goes, but you could try out 1500. That's 2500 divided by 4, you have $625 a week to live on. Which means that you have to be really conscious about Ubers and taxis and eating out, right? I think that's where a lot of my cash goes. I could take a guess. I, I'm not a gambling person, obviously, but if I was, I would bet a lot of it is on Ubers and dinners out. Yep. You can still have dinner out and there's a lot of little tricks you can do in terms of saving money that way, which is like one thing is like just to be more conscious and for the next like three months be like, I'm going to ride the subway and I'm not going to take an Uber and you'll save a ton of money that way or cash. Yeah. I mean, you could save a few hundred dollars that way. Yep. And then the other thing to do, which is not something you probably have done in a long time, but like meet your friend at their apartment for a glass of wine first or go to a happy hour. You know, if you're more strategic about it, like you, have you been living in the city since college? Uh, For about 12 years. Yeah. So when you were in your early 20s, you were more, I mean, most people were more strategic about looking at the prices. And then as your salary grows, you don't have to worry about it. You can order the $15 glass of wine and not worry about it. Right. Yeah, you can you can afford it and you can afford it. But I would really like to see you put more of your money to work for you long term mm-hmm. and have the account balances to show for it. But it just means tweaking your habits a little bit. Yeah. And it will feel definitely in the beginning, it will feel like a big sacrifice because you're now going to look at the prices on 
you know, when you're doing things and look, be like, I'm going to leave, you know, 30 minutes earlier because I'm going to take this away rather than just grabbing an Uber because it's more convenient. Right. But I do think you could do it. Yeah. I just need to buckle down and do it. Right. Yeah. And then because then once you get rid of the credit card debt, then what I would like to see you do is put more into your 401k. Yeah. Because we don't want to work forever. No. (laughs) Right? Like, no, you want this to end at some point and not have to do this forever. Yeah. And so what I would then do, which won't be as painful because you have done the credit card, which is when you're paying off your credit card, you're paying off your credit card after tax, right? So you have to have the federal government the state, and then the city of New York take a piece of your paycheck before you can pay off your credit card. Correct. So if we then instead say we're going to put $1,000 into the 401k in addition to what you're doing, and we push it back through the tax machine, you get those three pieces back. So if we put 1000 in to the 401k, you're really only going to miss probably 750 700 maybe even less from your paycheck, but you're going to get $1,000 in your 401k just because you don't have to pay the taxes yet. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cause all of that, those are pre-tax dollars, aren't they? 401k. Exactly. Yeah. So I think you should challenge yourself with the, with the notion that in your like mind, you should try and target 625 to spend a week, you know, after utilities and cell phone and those little like Netflix and that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So you try and target 625 a week for your spending. Dang. Okay. And just see how it goes. You can always, if it feels too restrictive, you can always change it and only do a thousand on the credit card. But I do think that if you do it, you'll realize that you can just be more strategic with how you're spending your money. Yeah. And that's ultimately what I want to do. It would be a big accomplishment to get all that paid off. Yeah. You would feel so good. And then what, what happens then is now you're in control of your money instead of your money being in control of you. Right. You want to turn the tables And to be honest, it doesn't, at least I don't think it feels like as much of a sacrifice when you see what you're able to do with it and how these little decisions that you're making, which means when I go out to dinner, I'm only having one glass of wine at dinner. And then other than that, I'm inviting someone over, I'm going to their apartment or I'm going somewhere that there is a happy hour, but I'm going to the restaurant and paying $15 and getting two glasses of wine because I could have bought three bottles. Yep. That's true. So you just, it takes just a little bit more planning. Yeah. But at the end of it, you'll still enjoy your life. You'll still be able to go out with your friends and do things. You still have a good amount of money. But it's just going to be, you're going to be a little bit more proactive in thinking about how it's being spent. And these are all really good habits for long term. Right. Makes sense. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. I mean, it's like a, um, a bright light shining now. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. hello. I could have done that, but I just didn't know how, you know? Yeah. So I, you know, and I look, cause I lived in the city for a long, a pretty long time, like 13 years. And mm-hmm. so when I bought the business, um, I had, I went from making really good money on wall street to like making no money. And so right. I was like, well, and it's amazing what you can do when you have to, like, there was like, I had no choice. So I actually couldn't afford a subway. I didn't get a subway card. So yeah. I just walked everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You have to, right? Like you, yeah. have, to do what you have to. So, and it was great because New York is walkable. So I could walk everywhere I needed to go because I couldn't pay for the train tickets and the Metro card, you know, so I had to cut things. I cut out the gym. So I just cut everything I had to. And then when you go, once you like do this and you learn how to make conscious decisions about your money, I think it's really empowering because now you're in control. Yeah. And that's ultimately where, where I want to get. I mean, I, I have been 
given such a huge head start, I feel like I'm squandering it. It's embarrassing, right? So it's like- But you just need to know how to do it. So this is how I would do it. I would do the forward planning and know that 1500 is going, you know, your rent is 23, 1500 goes on the credit cards. And then you have, you know, depending if you do 1500 or a thousand, but then you have 3000 to 2500 a month to live on for whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so that you could definitely go out to dinner still. It's yeah. just, you can't go out to dinner every night. You just have to be a little bit more conscious about how the dollars are being spent, but you right. have full control over how they're, those ones are going to be done, how, where they're going to go. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's super helpful. Okay, good. And then and then from there, I, what I would do is add, once you're done with the credit card, I would add $1,000 to the 401k and then keep doing Digit and Acorn and maybe Super Boost Digit. Yeah, I think I have it on Super Boost, but it's funny, for a while it wasn't pulling. And I think I emailed them and asked them and they were like, well, we only pull if you have money available. I'm like, oh, okay, that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, whoops. I was like, right. That makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, I and then the big thing I would do for you, and this will also help you with the budgeting tactics, is I would run the rental income like a business. I, I think I, that's so wise. I haven't even thought about doing that, and I totally should. Because it'll make it, then you'll never have these big expense where the te- where you have to then, now you have to come up with 6000 if everything and with everything will always be paid for, for the most part. And, you know, if there's an emergency and you need to pull a little bit of money, we have a little bit of wiggle room with that because I have you putting a little bit extra in there, but I would definitely separate them. Yeah, that's smart. Very smart. And that will help with taxes too, I think, because then I can just pull everything from that one account. Exactly. It'll all be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. And the only other thing I would like you to do, which would be probably your third step, would be to get a Roth IRA. So what's the difference between a 401k? I mean, I think I understand in theory, but not really in practice. So if so in the so Roth IRA goes in after tax. So the reason I'm not saying it's something to do right now is cuz you're you're living in New York City and you're making good money, so you're paying so much in tax. Yeah. So for you a really good break is to put it in the 401k cuz it goes in pre-tax and you pay none of it. Right. So the way to do the Roth is you put it in after tax. So that would be like down the road for you. Once you get the credit card paid off, we increase the 401k and we get Digit and Acorn Supercharge. We get more cash available. Then from there, the next thing would be to put some money in a Roth IRA. Okay. Um, because it grows tax deferred and when it comes out, it comes out tax-free. Huh, okay. And tax-free is always great. Yeah. But so for you, it's not the number one priority because you're in such a high bracket. Right you're going to get a bigger bang for your buck with the 401k. So that's the, that's why I'm making that your next step. Okay. Does that make sense? And then those are just the vehicles. So like that doesn't mean in, that has nothing to do with investments. So that's just, you know, how they regard it from a tax standpoint. Right. Okay. So do you have any other questions? I, I think that's a huge, it's like a lot for me to swallow, but it's a, a huge head start to kind of get me on track. I would say back on track, but I feel like I've never been on track. So <laughs> we're going to, we'll get you there. And the nice thing is you, we still unfortunately have a long time to retirement, yeah. but it's better to get on track now, you know, in your thirties than to wake up at 50 and be like, Oh shoot, I'm over this working thing. And, and, and I see that happen a lot with people. Yeah. So you definitely getting on track now is huge because you have time on your side. Yeah, so the time I, value of money is really important. Yes, I feel like I'm ready to stop working right now. <laughs> I, I, 
So our listeners know we are recording this on a Monday, so... (laughs) It's a struggle. The struggle is real today, folks. <laughs> so yeah, nobody wants to work forever. So that's why, yeah, you if you learn to control your money, which you totally can, and you get this credit card paid off and up the 401k, then we can make sure that we can get off the struggle bus. Oh gosh, okay. Alrighty. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're gonna wrap it up for our listeners. So for our listeners at home, we would love if you guys would rate us on um, iTunes, leave us a comment, let us know if you like the show. And follow us on Instagram. And you can check out our classes at www.planancial.com. Thanks. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.